It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, happy Friday. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir, I love the t-shirt. Do you like my shirt today? We oui, in blue, white, red, which is the French uh, flag. Yes, it is. I wore this just for you. It's really soft, uh, and I wore it because I want people to touch you know, come yeah. touch me. Uh, Feel free. <laughs> is Jason aware of that? Oh, no, no, no. no. He okay. just thinks it's a really oui. lovely French shirt. Which, as you you know, people say, oh, oui. It's another oui. They're very important. Oui, oui, oui. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Oui, oui, oui. Yes, yes, yes. You hear oui, oui, oui a lot? Oui. Uh, well, that's a good sign. <laughs> oh, oui. Oh, it's better than no. Definitely. So listen, all my girlfriends are always asking me what Simon looks like, and I try to describe the very suave French man sitting <laughs> oh, next no. to me here. Oh, no, suave. And and I always tell them they have to go on our website, therendezvousshow.com, so they can see you, they can see episodes. They can see us. They can see us, they can see episodes of In Bed with Simon, in mm-hmm. case they missed it from the FYI channel. And now, also... We're going to give something amazing to our listeners. Yes. We, we want to send you to Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Yeah, we want you to see legendary rock band Journey. They're returning to the joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas for a second nine-show residency. Journey Las Vegas, May 3rd through the 20th. Prize package for two. So you can take somebody you might want to rendezvous with. Ah, uh, we oui. In oui, Las oui, Vegas. Oui. Yeah, you get a two-night <laughs> stay at the Hard Rock in Vegas. Round-trip coach airfare. Two tickets to Journey in Las Vegas, so make sure you hit up the website and register for that at therendezvousshow.com. How was your day today? Today was good. I had a great lunch, you know, know, French love lunch, so I have the privilege since we work at night to have long lunch, and and I was having lunch with uh, couples, Joe and and Amy, and and I've asked them just randomly, because I was talking about what's my life as a single, Yes. and I asked them, I said, what do you miss about being single? Ooh. What do you miss about being single? And I want to ask you that same question, Angie. Okay, well, I want to know what they said, and I'll tell you what I miss, okay. if anything, about being <laughs> single. We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. For The Rendezvous, Journey Vegas sweepstakes, no purchase necessary. Void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open to legal residents of the contiguous United States and District of Columbia, 21 and older. Sweepstakes ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, March 5th, 2017. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are talking love and relationships and dating. And mm. if you're in a relationship, you had a great conversation over lunch. I had an interesting conversation. You know, friends of mine have been married for almost 19 years. Two wow. kids. Yeah, nice. Two boys. You know, traditional and all that. Both the same age. So I think both are 40. Okay. Yeah. Um, although she looks so much younger than her age. But Joe doesn't. Looks 40. She probably looks 32, 33. Uh, anyway, so we're having this, this this lunch. You know, I only eat you know Italian and French. So with you me. do? Well, only Italian and I, French? I prefer and, and Japanese for sushi. Wow. I know. But anyway, so at one point, you know, they were saying, you know, the weekend is coming. It's Friday night. This mm-hmm. tonight. I said, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was planned and stuff. And I said, what are you guys doing? They said, well, <laughs> not much. You know, we have the kids and then the kids to bed. And then if right. I'm lucky, I get on to go my, the, the, the thing they recorded. And then I asked them, you know, what do you miss about being single? And uh, she didn't want to answer first. Amy was quiet. And then Joe said, you know what I really miss, you know, freedom. I said, what do you mean? Oh. He said, I, it's, 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 he said, Amy, I love you. But what I miss the most is being able to do at night whatever I want, not have to check in with anybody. Hmm. I said, after a while, it gets old. I said, you know, Amy likes me to text, you know, a lot. I said, what's a lot? She said, 30, 50 times a day. 
Wow, that's a lot of texting. And he he said, I do it, you know, and all that. He said, you sometimes just want to go, what the heck? And do Go whatever you want to do. Yeah, and and not have to check in. Does he does he feel like he has to check in all the time? I guess you know if you're married, especially if you have kids, you have to make sure that there's no plans. Yeah. You know, but but does he feel like he has to get permission, or is he just being courteous and checking in? Because I, I know a lot of times in relationships, it becomes something where you have to ask permission sometimes, and that would would feel stifling. I would think. Well, I I don't think he mentioned as a permission, but what he what he, he finds is like annoying was that that constant. Constant checking in. Yeah. You have to check in. You're with accountable each other. Yeah, to somebody. Exactly. Number one. The other thing he said was, you know, it, it said that it, it thinks life is very monotonous. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the monotony does set in. That That's normal with any relationship, especially if you're together with for 20 years. But you have to, I think, find ways to. What's your favorite saying about Mo- monotony? Yeah. Monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy. I love that saying. Yeah, that that is that true, is a good Simonism. It's true. Yeah, monotony is the worst enemy of monogamy. And the last thing he said, and she, he said that uh, one of the things that really annoys him the most, the most, is she controls the remote control. Uh, that drives him she, crazy. Yes, <laughs> she has had the remote control since day one. Really? He said, you know, she's like anal about it. She has to have it in the kitchen. She controls what we're looking at in the bedroom. So he can't watch whatever he wants to watch. It's or up to her. in a different room. But he says he never has the last word on that. So, wow. So I want to ask you, so uh, you, you haven't been married for 20 years. You've been married for what? Uh, tw- um, it is six years. Six years. We've but, been together for eight. Right. Uh-huh. And so, and you're both raising the wonderful Hannah. So yes. you have one, not two kids. What do you miss about being single? All honesty. You know what I miss about being single? It's nothing like what your friend said. I mean, monotony happens sometimes. You have to just be aware of that. I do miss the fact that I will never again have a first kiss with somebody. Oh, I understand that. You know, because when you go out on dates, the anticipation of that kiss, oh, yes. it's exhilarating, isn't it? And and even not just the first kiss, but the first everything that you do with someone. The first I, ooh-la-la. Yeah, your first ooh-la-la. I think, you know, <laughs> I, I know what the ooh-la-la is going to be like for the most part. Of um, so I miss that part. Um, I miss uh, the fact that I will never get to know somebody again from the beginning. You know, because it's I love learning about people. I love people. I love, you know, how did you grow up? And, you know. Know, tell me about your family and, and things like that. So that conversation, I know everything about my husband, uh, you know, front to back. About you. Yeah, exactly. So, but the kiss, because I love the first kiss and it's kind of like, I'll never have that again. Yeah, no, I, do, do you, do you also, so the kiss, the new stories, the mm-hmm. fact that you don't know each other, what about the freedom? So is that something for you to check in and constantly, do you, do you suffer from that? No, we don't. It's, it's, I think if we had little kids, it would be different. Um, but our daughter is, you know, she's 12 and we sort of are very loose with our lives. We are very independent, even though we're together. So it's never a permission thing. It's always like, do we have plans? If we don't, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. So, so, so I wanted to ask something else, Angie, because I promised um, Amy that I would ask you. She said, ask, what do you think is the right amount of check-in in a day with your husband, wife, or partner? Well, that's a great question. I think we should talk about that and yes. more things that you might miss about being single. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about it next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We've been talking about being in a relationship and things that you might miss about being single. You were telling me about your friend, how he has to check in all the time with his wife for yes. 20 years. We, yeah, we had at lunch today, I mean, he said to me, you know, I, the check-in, I said, how many times? I said, 30, 50 times a day. She Woo! laughed. 
And then and then Amy asked me to ask you. She said, you know what? You know, because I try to defend him. And then she goes, you know what? Why don't we ask Angie, who's real, what she thinks is the right <laughs> amount of, of, checking, of in. checking in with each other and how much she checks in. You know, we, my husband and I both work. I don't know if both of your friends are working full time. They do. Both time. are working. Both okay, time. see, when we're working all day, I don't want to disturb him throughout his day. I'll I'll check in with him in the morning when he wakes up. I'm up before he is. Yeah, yeah, I get up really early. Morning show, so. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we'll just check in with each other in the morning. Uh, maybe again in the afternoon, and then you know before That's he comes two. home, it's usually a hey, do you need anything? I'm on my way home. Do Three. You need, do you need anything from the store? That's usually about it. Three, four times a day. If he goes out somewhere, you know, at night, if he's with his friends, he'll check in with me to say, hey, I'm here. Amy, what she does to Joe constantly is if he's short, that's why I have to text her back and forth because she said, you're being short. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, no. Yeah, work, She's work. trying to read into the text. And, yeah. And he said, the way she gets me is I feel guilty. So it's what a lot of pressure. And, and, and why are you short this? So what is the right way to text back? During the day, you just say, I'm fine. Where are you? What, what are you texting? I'm great. I love you. I hope you're having a good day. I mean, it so, doesn't need to be too much. How I many times would you say, I love you a day? I want to talk about that. Well, I mean, I think every couple is different from what they need. But I think as long as you just keep it short and sweet and positive, you can't read into text because you can't tell somebody's tone. Do you think you, you text Jason enough? I do. If we ask him? Yeah, I think I text him enough. Mm. We text each other about the same amount. If we don't hear from each other for stretches of hours, we'll be like, hey, just thinking about you. That's it. Just something sweet. And it's nice to know that it is nice. you're on somebody's mind. Yeah, I mean, we're in love. And if you're in love or <laughs> maybe you're looking for love, you know, that's another thing. We get a lot of calls like, how do I find somebody? I don't yes. know where to find somebody. If you're looking for love, how do you find it? Let's talk about that yes. next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you asked me a very important question. Well, yeah, it's a key question, Angie. I'm going to ask you again. Friends of mine, they've been together younger than my other friends. And and then she complains he doesn't say I love you enough. Yeah. And Nick says, well, you know, I feel like on the spot now. Like if I don't tell her 10 times a day or every time I leave the house, every time I hang up the phone, I love you, I love you. It becomes like an obligation. Why does it feel like an obligation? It's just easy to say, isn't it? But for instance... Some people in the family say, I love you all the time. We don't say yeah. that in my family. I don't I, say je t'aime to nobody in my really? family. Nobody ever in my really? family. Really? Is that no, because you're French? Is it not? Is, no. I no? Think, it's I just think, your family thing. Yeah. So what about if you're in a relationship? Are you an I love you type person in the relationship? Don't you have to sort of read what your partner needs? And if that's what they need, it's not that big of a deal because you love them. I mean, why is it so hard to say it? If you don't feel like saying it every five, ten times a day, I don't think you should fake it. It no, becomes, no, because love is the expression of an emotion that should be real. Right. It's sad if we have to fake it. You yeah, know, I don't think it's. Do you, do you think it's faking it? I mean, if it's forced, then if you're not feeling it, but don't you so, feel love all the time? Don't you love someone all the time? Yes, but it doesn't mean you love and to say it all the time. Yeah. For instance, it's easy to text "I love you" all the time. Okay. Yeah. Now I challenge you to to any time to say "I love you" with the same exact tone of voice. You won't. No, right? Because you have ups not. and down, moves right, up and sure. down. So it's okay if we don't say I love you back once once in a while. And if somebody says I love you though and you don't say it back, I'd be like, you don't love me too? Hello? See, but that's where, so then I'm on the spot. This yeah. is exactly that. Yeah, and then you say, well, of course I love you. So you say we should say it all the time. If somebody says it to you that you're in a relationship and you do love that person, why not? And you feel, you know you love them anyway, so if it's going to make them happy, just tell them that you love them. 
All right, I'll go Look with at that me energy. being romantic here. Yeah, you're the romantic. Oh my goodness, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my influence. <laughs> All right, well, being in love and, and saying in lo- I love you, you, I mean, first we have to get to the I love you part. So how do you find that person that you can say yes, I love you to a hundred times a day? Let's talk about the rules of finding love coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You know, our phone lines are open, Mm -hmm. 855-905-8255, if you need any help with your love life, if you have any uh, questions. I mean, we have the French romance expert, Simon Marcel, here. And we have the American beautiful realist (laughs) and married, Angie Taylor. The married realist. The happily married. The happily married, yes, that's a good thing. Uh, And So we'll help you with any love, romance, advice, anything that you need. You know, we're talking about being in love, and we we get so many calls and emails, Simon, about people that are saying, well, I want to be in love. How do I find it? Where do I go? What do I do? How do I act? And the Today Show did this whole uh, topic about it as well. So I want to tell you some of the things they say. Basic rules. They, there's six of them, apparently, mm-hmm. to find love. Now, this is just to find it. I'm all ears. Number one, they say, don't be desperate. Put the effort into finding someone, but don't act like any breathing body will do. <laughs> So true. I mean, because there's a difference but, between looking for somebody to be in love with and looking for somebody for a little ooh-la-la with. Big difference. Big difference. So, you know, you don't want everybody to think that you're just looking for anybody. Because anybody. It, it, I agree. Now, I would add to this, Angie, that it, if you're not happy with yourself first, if you can't be by yourself a little bit first, you're not ready to be in love and with somebody. I agree. And that is actually coming up as well. Oh. Uh, number two is go where people like the same things that you like. So, Simon, for instance, you love playing ping pong. So spin so, all the way. Yeah, so, a, you know, a ping pong place would be great for you. Or like it is. you're into fitness, maybe the gym, a gym class or something, you might find somebody with similar interests. That's a Libraries, good, museums. Yeah, it's a good starting place. I mean, yes, everybody drinks, but is finding uh, someone to spend your life with in a bar? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't yes. know. Uh, number three, and this is so important, is look up from your phone because there's a whole world going on around here. And that person you're going to fall in love with is not on your phone in that game or whatever you're doing on your phone. Because it's love at first sight. And the yes. sight is somebody else. It's not the screen of your phone. So love at first sight. Love Exist, at first sight. All you have to do is take sights. Yeah, right? you, you, you're not going to see them no, if you're not looking for them. <laughs> that's that's it's, so true. It's it's so crazy that it's so basic, but it's something like people are constantly looking down at their phone. Uh, you're missing the love of your life. Walk right by you. So true. So true. Number four, and this goes back to what you were saying, Simon. If you're not happy positive and a self-confident person, you cut your chances of being in the right space for the right kind of person, which goes along with, you know, be happy with yourself. Happy and confident because depression attracts depression. Happiness attracts happiness. Yeah. And misery attracts misery, by the way. I agree. So it's a state of mind. If you can't be happy by yourself, you're desperate. You're going to attract desperate persons, too. Your energy is so obvious to other people, and I don't think people are aware of that. And something as simple as just smiling and having that look on your face, is, is it's so attractive. A smile is the most attractive thing in that confidence. I was watching the Oscars the other night, and I remember, you know, The Rock, the actor, yeah. was up on stage. I don't really, like, care for The Rock movies or anything, but I'm like, look at this guy. He's so happy. You could tell he's so full of life and so energetic and just happy to be. And, and that is the most attractive thing to me. It's it's the famous joie de vivre. Yes. The joy of life. The joy of life. La joie de vivre. Yes. Uh, number five on here understand your own needs do you need a lot of space 
Do you desire a lot of affection? Do you hear I love you every five minutes? <laughs> uh, have Do you have to know what's going on all the time? Whatever your style is, it's okay, but you need to know it and be able to communicate that to your future spouse. Absolutely. It's just what we were talking about with the I love yous and the checking in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the last one on this list is stop pining away for someone who is unavailable. Stop wasting your time with that married girl in your office that you have a crush on. Or Don't be attracted by rejection. I yes. mean, that is how we all lost and wasted so much time. I've done it, Angie, so many times. You know, you start to obsess. It becomes a game, I think. A game and an obsession. Yes, and, but an obsession is not the right way to begin, I think. Because no. then once you you know, you know win that game or you have that person, then what? Because now you're bored? That's true. And we also <laughs> have to accept rejection and not waste time with people who do not want to be with us. I absolutely agree. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Our phone number is 855-905-8255. Our phone lines are always open for love and advice. You know, Simon, we were talking earlier about how to find love, the ways to find love, because mm-hmm. people are always asking about it. And we have a caller on the line that wants to add to that. Let's say hello to Celine from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Hi, Celine. Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> How's it going, Celine? You wanted to add to our how to find love list. I did. I've been listening. And I think uh, it's important to add not to be too depressed. I have a friend who's super single and that's okay, but she gets really upset and depressed about it. You know, I think it affects her dating life. Like when she goes on dates, I don't, you know, whether or not she talks about how single she is, I think she's just always kind of sad. And and I wish she, she didn't let it get to her so much. Do you feel like she's putting that negative energy out there that if she's on these dates, like she's already going into it with a defeated attitude and people are picking up on that? Yeah. And, you know, it just becomes an unattractive quality and she has so many great ones. So, you know, it's not worth it. Now, now, Celine, to make her feel better, there's something that because you remember men are very visual and men are also first degree. They don't always pick up on the mood. So it's all about having a ticket at one point. Like ticket means an attraction. So she can keep the faith because we don't we don't sometimes feel those kind of moods. She's got to be careful about it, though, if she's putting that energy out there, um, because, you know, if a guy senses that she's negative with relationships, it might be like maybe she's got baggage. Maybe she just got out of something. It it doesn't help. But if he really, really likes her, it's not going to stop him. A man who likes a woman is unstoppable. So just, yeah, just try to prop her up a little bit before these dates and make sure that, you know, you give her the pep talk and she goes in being happy and positive and see where it goes from there. That's it. Energy is everything. Thanks so much for your call, Celine. We appreciate you. you. Bye-bye, honey. We got more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, and I will say bonjour to you, Simon, because we have bonjour, Simon Marcel, which is Uh, our big bag of emails here (laughs) that come in every day for you. So let's read an email. We have one from Derek from Indiana Shores, or Indian Shores, Florida. Derek from Indian Shores. He says, hi, Simon. There's this French chick that works at a restaurant near my place, and she's smoking hot, but she never gives me the time of day. Can you tell me something to say to her in French to get her attention? Hmm. <laughs> what would you say to the hot French chick that won't give him the time of day? Would you say something in French, or would you say something in English? No, I'll say something in French. I mean, if she's French, that to. would be such a turn-on, right? Somebody come up and speak your native language to you? I, w- I would say... Um... 
French women are tough cookies. You have to be careful with the cheesy lines. Right. I've said too many. I would say, bonjour, je m'appelle Derek, et je voudrais te connaître un petit peu. Whoa, what does that mean? It means, hello, my name is Derek. I would like to get to know you a little bit. Whoa. Bonjour, je m'appelle Derek, et je voudrais te connaître wow. un petit peu. So what does he do then when she starts speaking back to him in French and he doesn't and then, know and, anything else to say? Oh, here's the thing. She, and, and you laugh about it, Derek. And here's the thing. I, I get extremely uh, excited if somebody makes an effort to speak in French, even a sentence. Yes. She will too. It will break the ice. Bonjour, je m'appelle Derek. Je voudrais te connaître un petit peu. Wow. Voilà. So I think that's that's what I would say, and, and I would add bonne chance. Good luck to you, Derek. You know, at the end of it all, it's, it, whether she's into you or not, but at least you broke the ice with that. Derek, good luck to you. Yes, good luck, Derek. If you need advice from Simon or myself, we are here for you, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, French expert of romance and love. And life. And life, that's true. Uh, and sweaters, because you have an amazing sweater collection, so you must be an expert. Uh, the <laughs> that's ron- true. show.com. that's our website. You can send us an email, check out uh, past episodes of Simon's FYI show. In bed with Simon. Yes, that's up there as well. And call us anytime for advice. Advice on anything, 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we have Fort Myers on the line, Fort Myers, Florida. Say hi to Beth. Bonjour, Beth. Hello. How are you? Hey, Good. Beth. What's going on, girl? Okay. So my husband just recently told me that he, he referred to this woman at work as his work wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm like kind of worried about this because I've never really heard the term. And he says it's something that everyone uses, that it's like just someone who helps one another at work and, you know, you just both happen to be male and female. But I just like, why does he have to call her his wife, like his work wife? I mean, isn't coworker enough? I I don't know. I just think it's weird and he thinks I'm being ridiculous and I just, I don't know. I I just need to know if I'm I'm overreacting or should be worried. (laughs) So that's a new term for you, work wife. Um, Well, I will say that I am Simon's work wife. That's it. He is my work husband. It is a common, you know, phrase, the work wife, work husband thing. If you think about a marriage, a relationship, what is it? Um, You depend on each other. You rely on each other. um, You're there for each other for, you know, problems, whatever happens in life. Um, So maybe, you know, he's just saying that they work more closely. They help each other a little bit more than just the average coworker. They're together maybe more. I don't know if they work in the same department or what their dynamic is, but Simon and I work together every yep. day, very close. It's it's a partnership. Very close. Um, so it's kind of just, you know, a term of, it's a slang term, basically. But, but, but if it bothers you, tell him. Listen, he doesn't have to, if, if, it, if it bothers you, rubs it in your face, tell him to quit. It's nothing. I don't think you have to use that word. You don't have to, you know but I, mean? I just want her to know that it's not as yeah, heavy as I, she thinks it is. I get it. But if it's heavy for her, I mm-hmm. think she has a right to say that's enough. And mm-hmm. just, you know, colleagues, I, if if Jason, okay, let's say Jason, which is Angie's husband, wouldn't like that we talk like that, mm-hmm. you would say fine. You would not insist. I would right? say calm say, down. 
It's well, okay. Well, was that okay? I would say calm but, down if if it were if my husband were upset about it. I'd be like, calm down. It's just a term. It's just a funny term. But if you said I don't like it, wouldn't you say, okay, you know what? At home, I don't have to go Simon. My, yes. my, my work husband. I would. I mean, obviously, my husband's feelings are more important than any term that I would use. Yes, so yes, I would point. consider it. But at the same time, I'd be like, really. Are we going to nitpick See, about that? Because Angie doesn't give breaks on this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I do. I think I think you have the right. It, it, Angie's right. It means nothing romantic. But if it bothers you, tell mm-hmm. him and tell him to quit. And it's a, it's a sign of, of liking you too. If you know, it's more important what you feel than the actual it is. words. It is. That is true. Okay. Well, thank you. I, I guess I guess I was on the outside looking in, not knowing what that meant. So that's that okay. Helps. It really, is, yeah. We just want you to know that it's not that heavy as far as the term goes. It doesn't mean that they're you know having sex or that they're romantically involved in any way. Um, but if it does still bother you after knowing that, then definitely say something. That's absolutely true. So speak up and then have a good sense of humor. Exactly. Thank you, Beth. Yes. Bonne thank chance. You. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, we appreciate you. All the listeners, we appreciate you. All the callers, too. The phone lines are open 855 905 8255. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Ooh la la. We are in the ooh la la studio. Yes, we are. I have to tell you about this study. Um, okay. According to a new study, 70% of employees said they have a work spouse, which is a coworker. Mm with whom they communicate regularly, they confide in them maybe. Um, I know, you know, you would, you and I would be considered work spouses. Yeah. Um, and we're friends. You know, we work together very closely. We talk all the time. We do talk about personal stuff, our personal yeah. lives. Off air, on air. Yeah, but <laughs> what about if you're talking to your work spouse about your real spouse and your relationship problems? Do you think that that's crossing the line? I think it's crossing the line if it's negative. I think it's never crossing the line if you came back. I know you had a great time. It was Valentine's Day. And, you know, after the show, you went home and we had stuff and and Jason was so good to you and all that. So you told us that. I thought it was cool. I think that's when you start criticizing. Yes. It's bringing down your your husband or your partner. You're seeming unhappy. Yes. And then you use people you work with to echo those negativity. That's the line. Do not bad mouth your partner or your husband or wife ever at work. I agree. I agree with that at work. I also agree with that just in general. I don't think it's a good look to ever share all these relationship problems so true. with your friends even sometimes maybe but like your your parents. I've seen, you know, a lot of times I had one person that I dated where I told my mom every fight we got in and she ended up just hating him. And so every time I brought him back around, she would be mad at me like what is happening? How am I supposed to like him after all these bad things I hear? And I know you you said that because you, you told us and you told me even on this show that you do not talk to your mom about Jason and you no. or nobody, actually. I really don't talk about if we have problems, I feel like that's something we need to take care of in our own home or with a therapist. I yeah. don't feel like that's anybody else's business. Yeah, uh, so Showing smart. cracks is a way for people to seep into but, the cracks. Angie, what about if you come back and you said, I had the night of my life in Ulala to you, work spouse? Oh, well, that's ba- that's good. That I think good? that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> share the happy. Don't share the negative, I yes. think. Uh, what if you you're single. Is it a good idea to date your coworker? Let's talk about that. We're Let's. talking about dating <laughs> in the workplace. That's coming up on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we're talking about dating coworkers. Yes. Do you think it's ever a good idea to date a coworker? It is. It is if you're madly in love. <laughs> 
If you're madly if, in love. If, oh, you cannot resist. Yeah, you, you're madly in love at first, but what happens when you break up and it's devastating and then you have to see this person every day? But you see, I, I know, but the romantic I am believes in the here and now and that's all we have. I, yeah. I'm not so worried about six months later. It's a different thing with the boss. If it's just a coworker and you feel both Ooh, madly in love. No, no, uh, because no, no, at, no. The end of the, at the end of the day, when you're going to be 90 years old, mm-hmm. you'll remember the drama. You'll remember the first kiss. And a job is a job. Yes. I mean, it really, and you don't usually lose your job because you date a coworker. It's about the boss. So what about you, Angie? You think it's okay? Have you, have you dated a I have a dated. It was a disaster. Tell me the story. We dated for a long time. In fact, we were engaged. No, and really? Yes. I know that. Yes. How and, many years in? Um, About a year year and a half and okay. I broke off the engagement mm-hmm. I was the one that did it I was just felt like I was too young I got I got freaked out and Is that what happened yeah I wasn't ready and he took it very hard and was really rude to me at work and just started like uh developing teams and getting people on his side and my side and I it was Aww. it was bad he eventually moved on to a different company and we didn't work together again but for about six months it was Horrible, and I felt like everybody at work hated me. I felt really? like, yeah, I felt like he was telling stories about because I was the one that did the breaking up, ah, so it looked bad. bad guy. It was kind of a nightmare. I know there are a lot of cases where it can work out for me personally. I would never do it again, though. That's I, just I have me. Never done it, but I know if I would fall in love. I would not hesitate a second. Right, it doesn't matter, you no, know, like because, because it's a job is a job, but love is, you know, once because, in a lifetime, yeah, maybe. And if it's true love, it's finally the other half. You cannot miss the chance to to give a chance to the other half. Angie, how long was it good before it turned really bad in the uh, in your case? It was good up for, until like the last couple of months. So for how long? So for like a year and a half almost. So was, a year and a half of good yeah, and, and six uh, months of hell. Oh, uh, six months of hell. No, it's a good deal. Uh, I don't it's know. A, a year and, and a half. Now, looking back, not that big of a deal, but you couldn't have told me that while I was going through it. it I understand. It was terrible. Have you dated somebody at work? Call us now. Let's talk about it. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. All your love, romance, dating, dilemmas, drama, advice, if you need some, the phone lines are open. 855-905-8255. Here with Simon Marcel. Live from the Oulala studio with Angie Taylor. That's right. We do have a call right now, Simon. Let's go to Boothville, Louisiana. Say hi to George. Hey, George. Hey, bonjour, George. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, how you all doing? Good. We're doing good. How can we help you, George? I'm in a bit of a bit of a rut here. Uh, so my wife, uh, a couple months ago, she got she got laid off. Okay, and uh, mm. the bank the bank mm-hmm. account's been been a little low, and uh, we're doing okay. But uh, she was trying to she's trying to find work, ha- having a hard time. And I own a little company, and uh, she's been uh, begging me, hey, why don't you just hire me on? And then, uh, you know, that'll help solve stuff. But, uh, it, you know, if I hire her in my company, I got to see her all the time, every day. And I love her, but, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to not love her anymore. I think Ugh. that might even be too much. Right. Well, there's two things here, George. Uh, there is the fact that the money is low and the fact that if she's there with you at work all the time, uh, your mood is going to go low. So that's two different kind of lows. The thing is... Uh, can you, if you don't hire her, can you, you know, give you guys enough money as a, as a company owner? Is, is, can you sustain? Yeah, we'll be okay. Uh, like we can't, we can't do a lot. You know, we're not going to be going uh, on vacations or anything, nothing fancy. But we, we, you know, we got food on the table and whatnot. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could. I, I love her. I really do. You guys aren't trying to, you know, I don't want to yeah. sound the wrong way, but 
man, every day, all day? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either you do it for a short period of time, understanding that you're going to help her find you know, another kind of work on, to find job offers and so on online, which, which I would do. Uh, if you don't do it at all, she'll be offended and she might even think something is up. So I would do it on a very, not you know permanent, but just on a right now basis. George, is there any... Or part-time. Yeah, is there any part of your company or I don't know what sort of business you have where you could employ her in that manner and not have to spend all day with her? Like she can be working from home while you're there or she's in a far other side of the building. Is there a way you can do it where you're not constantly interacting? I mean, we wouldn't be interacting the whole time, but like it's a, it's a small tech company in a small building. So even mm-hmm. if she was in the other kitty corner from me, we're still going to see each other out here then talking. Maybe, maybe part time, Angie. Maybe uh, I just I, I just don't know. Half the day. That's it's, better it's, than the whole day. And I don't know. That's so hard. I I really believe in the whole "don't crap where you eat" statement about oh, yeah, uh, mixing, you know, work life and in your home life. Um, suddenly they can become one. Okay, but I think there is the compromise. That's why I insist on the part time, three yeah. days a week, three mornings While a week. While she continues to look for to work. look for a job because you have to show support. Is there a way that you can hire her just part time? Maybe you know keep her off to the side or or. If she could work from home, if it's an IT or a tech company, maybe she can work from home part time, um, and and tell her while you're on that computer doing your IT work, please be looking at the want ads at the same time, yeah, just right. to save your marriage. You know, um, just throw her a bone in that way, like Simon saying, not all the way in, but just a little something. Three mornings, a couple mornings, it would make her feel good. I'm putting yeah. myself in her shoes, and she feels like she has something to contribute. She's productive to mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's called love. You know, when you you decide to marry somebody. But it's for you know rain or shine. I definitely, I definitely want her to be happy. That's like number one for me. You know, I just want her to be happy long term with me. So, right. Yeah, I guess you got a good idea. You know, hire her just a little part time and let her know. Keep keep on keep on looking for something else. You know, while right. while just trying to be supportive. She'll she'll be happy with that. She'll she'll yeah. be grateful. And I would definitely have a, a talk with her saying that you know I'm just doing this to help you out for now. Um, you it, you because you are the boss, you have to speak to her like she's an employee and say, listen, this is just part time. Nothing more is going to come of it. You need to still be looking for something else because I'm also trying to save our marriage and make sure that we're not fighting all the time and bringing business home and it could get really ugly. But I understand that you want to go back to work. So in the meantime, just this for now. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I, you know, I would appreciate you guys uh, taking time to uh, get me some advice about that. And uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to her, uh, talk to her today and let her know what, uh, what we all talked about. Good luck to you. Yeah, Bonne chance. Thank you so much. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an amazing show today. Yeah, we did. Yes, things that we missed about being single in a relationship. We talked about work spouses. We also talked about how to find love, the ways to find love. And you had a great Simonism during that segment. I said one of the key rules that I've learned the hard way in life, and I'll pass it to you so you don't have to suffer too, is don't be attracted by rejection. Meaning... All of us, maybe you too, Angie, has been attracted in the past by somebody who was not that into you yes. and played you. Yes. So you are the one in the weak position. You're the one always reaching out. You're the one who needs that validation. Yeah, because you feel like you have to constantly prove yourself. Like, you should be into me. Why are you not? A- exactly. <laughs> and and when the person doesn't answer, when the person doesn't give you as much attention, the person doesn't give you as much loving, you find excuses. Your friends tell you, 
I don't think he's that into you. And you go, no, but I think he is. You don't know him. You don't know her. Yeah. Don't be attracted by rejection. If I knew that when I was 15 years oh, old, my gosh. Angie, it would have saved me so many heartaches. Ooh la la. Well, that's why you're yes. here now, to save our listeners from some of these heartaches. Hopefully. Don't, yes. Don't be attracted by rejection. That is such a great Simon Says. And speaking of Simon, you heard Simon Says. You want to see what Simon looks like? Because my <laughs> friends are always asking me, what does this hot French guy look like? Okay. You can find out. It's on our website. There's pictures of us, therendezvousshow.com. Yes. You can also check out Simon's back episodes of his FYI channel show. In bed with Simon when I'm in bed. All dressed up, though. I know some wonder. Dressed up with with couples, (laughs) with single, asking questions. It's a lot of fun. Uh, in bed, on the bed. On the bed, not in the bed. Not yet. Not naked. No ulala. No, uh, no, I'm thinking about having new PJs, but I'm still wearing my blue jeans. Oh my gosh, we have to get you some like rendezvous PJs we to should wear. Get some rende- like rendezvous footy PJ pajamas. That would be so cute. And also something for my foot. What do you call those foot? So very furry. Slipper. Fuzzy yes. slippers. It gets cold sometimes out I, there on the in the mall. Let's make that happen. I think we need to do that. Yeah. The fuzzy <laughs> slippers and the pajamas. I well, love yes. it. <laughs> make sure you check us out. That's all on the website. TheRendezVousShow.com. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.